0: And a very warm welcome to Engineered Unicorns, fantastic books for a magical lifestyle. My name is Sandra J, and you are listening to Campus Radio Karlsruhe, where you will also find the show notes or in your podcast app, depending on where you listen. In this episode, which is the thirteenth, and I quite like the number. I also quite like a seven. This gives you also a little bit of a hint about what we are talking about later. Numbers are quite important in one of the books that I will recommend to you. But before we get to the recommendations, I will talk about how my last month went, reading-wise. And after the book recommendations, I will also tell you what Evan Schmidt, the composer of the music that you hear in the background, really liked. And I will give you a hint of a book that I'm really excited about and that will be released in March. Without much further ado, let's get to last month and what transpired in this region and in my life regarding books. So last month was weather-wise quite interesting, not just in Karlsruhe, but all over the world and in Karlsruhe we had quite a big cold spell and we even had snow for several days closed snow cover which is highly unusual at the lower levels of Karlsruhe if you go in the higher parts those have more snow but in the city it's usually not that much snow so this was a first for me in Karlsruhe to witness that then we had minus 12 degrees or something like that in the nights. A week later we already had 20 degrees celsius during the day so it was complete turnaround. It was really strange and I really enjoyed the warm weather because it also came with sunshine and we had a lot less sunshine the weeks before and January was very gray so I was quite annoyed with everything because of the grayness in january uh, besides the other issues and so i quite liked the nice weather and most of cars were quite liked it and uh, we are still in shadow and, and so to see so many people out was weird and First few minutes from what I've seen in Schlosspark. Most of them kept up the distancing rules and so it was fine. Another thing that I did in this month of February was I already voted by mail in Baden Württemberg's election, which is coming up. Reading wise, which we are here for, let's face it, (laughs) this isn't a political podcast so reading wise i crushed my goodreads goal for this year (laughs) already because i read a ton of mangas so i read 31 books in february and most of them were manga there were one or two other books and one of the other books is actually a contemporary literary fiction by a japanese author I read them mostly on two weekends. I planned a manga weekend the first time around. Most of them were digital mangas and I got most of those digital mangas via Kindle Unlimited and I bought a few naturally. So the first weekend was planned. The second one was happening organically. It wasn't planned that I would do a manga weekend again. But it somehow happened. <laughs> I quite enjoyed both. So I read tons of books and I'm now currently standing on 42 books for this year. As I've already said, those counts of books are arbitrary. Actually, it doesn't really matter how many you read. And because even if a manga has 170 pages, it still is less to read than a normal novel or novella that has 170 pages so it still takes less time i found luckily some that i liked there were also some that i didn't like so one manga that i absolutely adore which i really like is water love is hard for otaku and this is the first one that i want to recommend to you the first of the book's and this is a series. It's written and drawn by Fujita. It was first released in 2014 on Pixiv. And then it was serialized in 2015. There is already also an anime of Borokoi Love is Hot for Otaku. And there is, since last year, there is even a live action movie with, them, so with real actors playing the characters. Now, I only read the manga and I only read the first three English installments. And in English books, it's that way that you have actually two Japanese books in it. So when they serialized it, it was part of a magazine. So the Japanese books of a manga are actually containing episodes of the manga of this magazine. And so that is further put together for the English version. You won't find them currently at the Karlsruhe Library system. Nevertheless, I quite like them and I think they are definitely worth their money. Uh, so, What a Koi, Love is Hard for a Taco by Fujita, and it follows two main characters both are otaku narumi and hirotaka and narumi she's the woman she likes manga a certain type of manga very much and she even draws her own manga and her boyfriend is hirotaka and he's an otaku for games for computer games and stuff like this so for those of you who don't know what otaku are, otaku are fans. It's a Japanese name for a certain type of fans. Um, fans of manga, fans of anime, fans of computer games, even cosplay, costume play. So they are so immersed in this certain type of thing that they like that they tend to invest heavily in it time wise and money wise they don't interact like non-otaku people so this is why it's called purukoi love is heartful for otaku now this manga isn't as over the top so now rumi and hirotaka they work at the same company and they were childhood friends And Narumi is, on the surface, when you meet her, she isn't an otaku. She hides it pretty well. Nevertheless, she does have this hobby of hers, which are mangas that she even writes herself. And she had this idea that she has to hide it from her boyfriends. And eventually it always comes out and the boyfriends don't like it about her. And she doesn't have luck with love because of that. That's what she thinks. And Hirotaka was a friend of her since childhood. He's a gamer otaku. And he proposes the idea that they could go out and become boyfriend and girlfriend and get into a relationship. Because those two do have the otaku tendencies. And so it wouldn't pose such a problem. She doesn't have to hide it from him. And it would make things easier for her. So Narumi is okay with that and she thinks it's a good idea so they get together and at the workplace she still hides it for the time being that one thing that they are together and for another thing that she's an otaku but eventually it comes out and there are several side characters and there's a befriended couple who also work there, Koyanagi and Kawakura Hanako Koyanagi, she is also an otaku, Uh, she does cosplay really well and her boyfriend is Kabakura and Kabakura likes mangas, but he's not an otaku, so there's a difference in the intensity if you like mangas, I like mangas now, but I'm by no means an otaku, I don't invest all my money into it and don't think and breathe mangas. So this is the difference. Narumi, the main character, she first hides her otaku being, but eventually Hanako finds out that Narumi is an otaku and through that the friendship develops much further from them. They were already friends with Hirotaka and so they do stuff together. They go to the comic market, which is a big comic book fair for otakus where even those otakus who do draw their own comics can sell them whereas there's cosplay meetings and stuff like this. So they do stuff together and this is the storyline more or less from the manga. So it's Slice of Life and the relationship between Hirotaka and Narumi develops further but slowly they do have episodes where they go to comic head so this comic market so this book fair and there's other stuff where they play together where they do go on dates and try out different things it's quite nice and Hirotaka is such a nice character he's such a nice man and I quite like his character I also quite like narumi even though she sometimes gets on my nerves at least hirotaka is very unapologetic to be gamer otaku and so there's a difference and what i found is also because they are working in office environment narumi does struggle a bit with work while hirotaka is perfectly fine with it which i think is a bit on the nose to say it that way Maybe it's just a character trait of this main character. But it's often, if you read romances or stuff like this, it's often that way that women are considered not that well-versed in work. And I didn't like this trope, but Narumi gets better with work during time. Besides, Koyanagi, also Hanako Koyanagi, is very well-regarded at work. So it's different levels how they can deal with work. So... I guess it's just a character trait with Narumi. As I've said before, I quite like Water Koi, Love is Hot for a by Fujita. I highly recommend it. You don't get it currently at Kindle Unlimited and you don't get it at Karlsruhe Libraries. Now, the other book that I want to recommend to you is The Housekeeper and the Professor by Yoko Ogawa. It was released from what I found in 2003 in Japanese. The German version is uh, this der Löschenformel and is available at the Karlsruhe City Library. So if you want to, you can get it there. They don't have the English version of The Housekeeper and the Professor by Yoko Ogawa. Now, I read the English version. It was one of the books that I found via Bookstagram. It sounded quite interesting. So the premise is this. There's this math professor and he has had an accident in the 70s and through that he had brain damage and he can only remember up to 18 minutes. And he lives in the garden house of his late brother and in the main house his sister-in-law is still living. And the sister-in-law is looking for a housekeeper for the professor and she hires this help the housekeeper is a relatively young woman this housekeeper has a son which is 11 years old and she comes in daily and helps the professor she is cleaning she's making food for him and because his memory only lasts 80 minutes, every morning when she arrives, he doesn't know her. However, the professor, he used to be a math professor. And he really force <laughs> and gets to know people through numbers. So he draws connections through numbers. So this book is heavily on mathematics and it's surprising when you go into it because it's also a slice of life. It's a literary fiction, which is something I usually don't read. But this book is really nice. So eventually the housekeeper gets to know the professor better. And one day she tells him that she has an 11-year-old son. And the professor then is adamant about it that she brings him and that the son doesn't go home alone after school. And that even though he doesn't remember... The boy every morning. He treats him well. The name of the boy that the professor gives him is root, as in the root of two, a mathematics term. And the professor helps the boy with the homework, and over time, they develop a kind of relationship. And the professor helps the, both the housekeeper and the boy to see the beauty in mathematics. But they also go to uh baseball match. And funnily enough, I now know several baseball players from the Japanese leagues, which is totally fun. I I actually had to look them up. These teams that I watched, they really exist. And they're also there's certain baseball player that the professor absolutely liked and that he remembered because he only remembers stuff from before his accident and this baseball player really existed or exists even i think he's he's still alive so this is really funny to read about these persons and to enjoy, to learn more about Japanese culture and to learn more about how different persons live their life. I mean, it's fiction, but still it's a slice of life and it shows a bit Japanese culture and how they live and how there are certain issues that are the same the world over for women women. It's a very good book, in my opinion, and I quite liked it. It's interesting, and I recommend it to read. It's a short book. It's enjoyable. It's Weirdly enough, it's very, very cozy, I felt, even though it deals with certain heavy issues. And, yeah, I quite like it. So the book is called The Housekeeper and the Professor by Yoko Ogawa. You can get it at the Karlsruhe Public Library in German. Or you just buy it at your local bookstore and it's quite nice. I quite enjoyed it. That's two daily life recommendations for you. One was What I Call, Love is Heart for Otaku by Fujita, which is a manga series. You can also watch the anime or the live action movie. If you like literary fiction more, then The Housekeeper and the Professor by Yoko Ogawa is also a good book. I also read tons of other mangas during the manga weekends. One I liked and that was relatively short because it was only three books was Love in Focus by Yoko Nogiri and it gets better with the later books Uh, so so the first book wasn't really that up my alley but the third book i quite enjoyed love and focus is also on kindle unlimited Erwin, our composer and musician behind the theme music for engineered unicorns i talked to him this week and he told me of animes that he used to watch when he was still in school which has been quite a while, so those are older animes. Princess Mononoke, Ghost in the Shell and Dragon Ball Z. And he also mentioned a few others, but those are the ones that I even heard of. And the book that he wants to recommend is Die Vermessung der Welt by Daniel Kielmann. It's a book that was released in 2005. Daniel Kehlmann is a German author, so if you are interested, culturalist libraries have that book naturally because it was really well known. It was quite hyped in Germany. It also is about mathematicians. It's a fictionalized account. I'm also looking forward to another book that will be released this month. The one that I'm really excited about is Talia Hibbert's Act Your Age, Eve Brown, which will be released on March 9th. And Talia Hibbert is a black British author and she writes or she is well known for interracial romances. And I quite liked her Brown Sisters series. I've read Get a Life, Chloe Brown and I've read Take Hint, Danny Brown. And so I'm looking forward to the third installment of the series. That's a book that I just pre-ordered and I hope it's just as fun as the first two have been. Uh, quite like talia hibbert's characters because they are well-rounded in regards of their personalities they do have their issues that they have to deal with but they are relatable in a good way i really like her books those two that i've read and this concludes this episode of engineered unicorns i hope you like it Music, as always, is by Erwin Schmidt, and you can find the show notes at Campus Radio at the website, or at your podcast app, depending on how you listen to this. See you soon!